true transformation, the labels that people put on you can be just scrapped and left behind. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Achievers Mindset Podcast. Today, we have a special guest on a true transformation. Honey is with me. Hello, honey. How are you? Hi. Hello, Michelle. Thank you. Um, I'm good. Thank you very much. And it's an honor to be a guest in your podcast. Oh, thank you very much for being here. It's a pleasure to have you. And uh, yes, I have uh, some information uh, about uh, you in here. What is important, I believe, is that you are actually a qualified teacher as well as I am. But uh, as well as it is for me, it's not the teaching that is your passion, but writing. Is that correct? That's right. Yes. Okay. So tell me then, if it's writing, what is it that you actually love about writing? Okay. Um, writing provides me with a unique platform for creative expression, you know. So uh, it enables me to, because I'm a bit of an introvert, so... It enables me to express myself creatively and artistically um, through my thoughts, ideas, and feelings. So for me, writing can be gratifying to bring my imagination to life because I enjoy telling stories, sharing thoughts, or exploring new views. Um, also, um, I believe I can significantly impact others through my writing. Um, I can motiv motivate, educate, and provoke thought. Um, I can illuminate essential issues, challenge prevailing viewpoints, and contribute to beneficial social change, which I can also do that in teaching. But, you know, I, I see my I see that in, in writing, it's, it's wider. You have wider audiences. Um, and more so, it provides me a flexible work environment and timetable so in writing I can work from anywhere and set the working hours so the flexibility enables me to have a better work-life balance and pursue other passions and interests that's fantastic yes. and uh, well it's uh, <laughs> as you were saying that I just remembered like uh, well back in days it was it's over 20 years ago definitely uh, when I was uh, well resigning from the teaching job and moving abroad I said mm -hmm. to a friend of mine that uh, well I like to teach and educate people but I don't like to work with people who only work with me because they have to not because they want to and that's why I left the job as a teacher. Was it similar for you by any chance? It's a bit similar. And also it's more like um, there are things that I know that I'm sorry for the sound, um, the noise. <laughs> Our dog is noisy. So, um, you know, the part where there is a new method or, yeah, a new method that I know of teaching kids because... Uh, my thought is more on teaching very small kids how to read and do mental math or kids with um, reading um, problems. But in when you're employed in a school, they have their own, you know, method. They You have to follow that. Even if you know that it's not working for, for, for all the kids, um, 
yeah, you, you don't have any choice but to follow what, what they want you to do. So that's also one of the reasons why I left teaching in big schools. I, actually, I sometimes tutor kids on my own. I have a private tutorial center. Yes, because, um, you know, it, it's more effective for me that, that I can do things on my own, which I know is the best effective and most, um, yeah, most effective method for kids. Yes, definitely is. But... <laughs> Well, tell me with all that, because uh, it wasn't that you just learn how to write and you decide that I'll be a writer now. That's what I'm going to do. So how was it that you discovered actually your passion for writing? Because it must have been something that not just gave you a pleasure, but this push that, yes, that's definitely what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. What was it? Um, I was in senior high. Um, I was graduating in senior high. Um, I was forced to write in a school paper. And in that sense, I did not know that my passion is in writing back then. Well, I, I, I love writing poetries, but it wasn't something I was just forced to do uh, to work as a writer and an editor in a in a school paper. And then eventually I was sent for um competition a writing competition with uh, hundreds of schools and uh, i was assigned as a feature writer and i won the first the, the gold medal the top wow. one wow so i was you know yeah i was sent for a bigger competition with more schools and that's when i realized this is my forte this is my my purpose in life this is my calling i want to be a writer and it's yeah so and ever since that that day i you know it's it's really my that's it's like my first love is writing and it's been my ultimate goal to one day um publish my own book yeah Perfect. because yeah yes <clears throat> well but tell me it's uh, we talk about this nice uh, well parts of having a passion but it's uh, we all know it's not like that it doesn't matter what yes. you do whether uh, you're a writer you're an athlete whether you are in any other profession and uh, you love it they are obstacles and the one that you have is uh, very specific because uh, you have uh, ADHD yes yes that's right yes how is it challenging in uh, in your work then um it's actually when i try to research about adhd and being a writer so i've learned that you know it it's difficult for an adhd to become a writer because a um, writer needs focus a lot of focus which an adhd lacked so as a freelancer when i started writing it it was all good because I was just given a topic and um, I do my research. I research well and I do my writing and proofreading, poof, and that's it. But um, one of my struggles ever since was that, you know, I usually like work on the 11th hour. So if I were given like a three-day deadline, I work it on the third day. So, and I, I and that's one of the traits of ADHD. Like we always work on the 11th, we, we do cramming. and. But the the I love technical writing, you know. Um, unfortunately, it seems like it's really a struggle for me, very challenging because there are a lot of instructions in in technical writing. 
So it's not just, you know, they give you a topic or specific keywords. There are a lot of instructions to follow and um, complicated instructions overwhelm me as an ADHD. And I get lost. It's it's like um, it's like I was given a 1000 piece puzzle of a blank puzzle. So, you know, and I get lost to it. So no matter I, I learned that, you know, um, no matter how creative I am, no matter how resourceful I am, um, yes, as a writer, um, this condition really is an obstacle for me to be a successful writer. Um, it's really very challenging. And another challenging uh, thing is that um, when clients or employers know about me being ADHD, um, at first, they sound very enthusiastic um, to to hire me to, or to for, to get me as part of their team. But when I open up that you know I'm ADHD, they drop me like a hot potato, you know. So it's it's heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking. But um, I'd rather be open about my condition and you know like if they want to give me a chance, then better. But if not, well. Um, I know there are better chances out there, yes. Well, definitely, there are always opportunities, and we know that. Uh, but we know as well, and you know it, because uh, well, we spoke about this before, uh, that therapy helps. That's what you said. But yes. you said as well yes. that uh, when you were diagnosed earlier on in your life, uh, you didn't actually undergo any therapy you didn't get any professional help you didn't do anything uh, but yes. why? why didn't you do it back then because it was well over two decades ago wasn't it yes that's right that's right um when i discovered it i discovered it i was a, i worked as a speed reading and mental math teacher in a non-traditional and non-conventional school in my early 20s and most of my people's or students have either adhd or they have reading problems others are very gifted kids like geniuses and others are within the autism spectrum too so as a teacher i also had to take some tests um but uh because I lacked, really, I lacked the knowledge of, of the ADHD condition. So I I assumed, I thought that, oh, it was merely a child condition uh, just for the children. I've already over, I've, I've, I've graduated from a university, so I think I'll handle it better now that I'm older. So that was my assumption before. That was my mindset when it comes to ADHD and I was able to, you know, like manage it with my work, but I didn't know that the outcome of, um, I would only last two years, five years in a job, but the other jobs that I have, I would only like um, work for a couple of months and then jump into another job again. And I didn't know it was one of the traits of ADHD. And it's, well, when you're younger, like in your 20s, it doesn't matter. But when you're older, like at my age right now, I'm 46, it, it's really kind of like alarming now. Like, um, I feel like I don't have a direction with my life. So um, I realize now the, you know, the, the, the consequences of not having a therapy that if I could, you know, like turn back the time, I would 
have uh, the treatment and therapy so I would be able to deal this this condition, be able to deal with my limitations and the symptoms of ADHD. Yes. Perfect. That's that's very interesting what you're saying. Uh, but mm -hmm. what I would add, uh, well, no, I actually I'm going to ask, what do you think generally about having a therapist, having a coach, having a mentor, having a guidance uh, along the way? Because technically, yes, you do have diagnosed condition. But yes. don't we all need some kind of support and uh, the go-to person, someone that is going to set us straight if needed? Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, um, therapy, therapy for ADHD is crucial for me. I, I know that because it offers me valuable support and uh, strategies and, of course, the insights tailored for, for my specific needs. And of course, with through therapy or treatment, I will have a better understanding of my symptoms, and with because of that, I will develop um more effective coping mechan mechanisms and also improve my um, executive functioning skills. So therapy would have helped me address um, my underlying emotional challenges, like low self-esteem. I have a very, very low self-esteem, and my anxiety. So it would help me manage co-occurring conditions. But um, when it comes at my age right now, I, I came to a point where I don't want therapy or treatment with medicines. Because again, I realized I was able to somehow at least manage my condition. Um, what I need is a mentor. So as an adult with ADHD, I believe having a mentor is highly beneficial for me. And it has, I've, I've um, I, I, in in a deeper sense of thinking, I came to realize that it has a lot of benefits having a mentor or a coach because it will help me um, gain clarity on my goals uh, and priorities. Yes, and priorities because a mentor can guide me in identifying my strengths, passions, and areas of focus, which uh, an individual with ADHD we, we lack that that part. So for someone with ADHD like me it can be challenging to stay on track you know, and set and set clear priorities. So having a coach um, can provide me the necessary guidance and support. Um, also uh, the, the coach can help me stay accountable for my goals and tasks. So um, a mentor can really assist me in creating action plans and monitoring my progress you know so the feedbacks and the feedback and regular check-ins from a mentor can help me maintain uh, focus and of course uh, to ensure that my actions are consistent to achieve my goals so I'm sure that the coach any coach and, and any mentor has experience of working with individuals uh, facing the same challenges that I am facing right now so um, I do believe that a mentor can help me develop personalized strategies um, and techniques to manage Definitely. my symptoms and yes and when I'm uh, if, if they are managed I can increase my productivity so yeah a mentor can recommend organizational methods time management techniques and other things that 
I would need, you know. And of course, it, it's challenging for individuals with ADHD. Problem solving, I mean, and decision making are can be more challenging for people with ADHD. So a mentor can help me work through these challenges and also brainstorm solutions so I can make um, the perfect decisions for any problem solving and decision making. Um, a coach can, you know, help me find, uh, I can provide guidance in making decisions aligned with my goals. Definitely. Yes, and most of all, most of all, because um, ADHD individuals like me, we always have self-doubt and we have diminishing self-confidence. So a mentor, I, I truly believe that a coach and a mentor can help me recognize my strengths and even the strengths that I haven't found yet. So I they can do help agree, yes. Yes, and of course, celebrate with my achievements and Again, help me be, be build my self belief. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yes. Now I need to I need to add in here that uh, low self esteem is uh, related with uh, with depression with generally uh, mental problems, and That's uh, right. I see from my work from what I'm doing that uh, in any area, and I'm talking here about people that are working in management uh, positions that people who owe businesses who are actually really high as ex executives uh, part of the well stress management program is always self-discovery it's always learning about self about uh, well how human mind works about the needs we have about archetypes we represent about roles we play and it's a lot of self-discovery in here that helps people actually to get better results and function differently, function better. So what you just said, uh, well, I can say 100% uh, it's uh, accurate, not just for, for you as a person with HD, yeah. HD uh, but for Everyone. every single person. And yeah. it works and it is effective. Yes. But talking and, about... And, yes, yeah, go sorry, on. go on. And to add with that, um, you know, when you say self-discovery, I've been doing that because I'm a deep thinker. As an introvert, I'm really a deep thinker. I, I love um, um, thinking about my life other and, and so on. You know, when it comes to self-discovery, I've been there for decades. But that's when I also realized how I need um, a coach because um, self-discovery, doing it on your own, it's not that easy. There are a lot. No, of it's bias. Yes. So yeah, exactly. We need a coach or a mentor to help us with our self-discovery. Exactly. That's that's wow. exactly what it is, and I know it from my personal experience as well, because I can analyze myself perfectly. Then I have my session and. Uh, things that I wouldn't think of are coming out. Uh, so it is uh, the same, exactly the same for me. Uh, but anyway, saying that, saying about uh, everyone else who probably well listens now to the podcast and uh, to our conversation, uh, tell us, because you said you love writing, you do it uh, well 
for yourself as well and uh, you accepting customers if someone wanted to get in touch with you and uh, offer you some assignments uh, maybe more regular permanent uh, assignment uh, job how they can contact you yeah they can contact me through linkedin which is um the act my active social media kind of you call it social media yeah so linkedin and i also have an um i also have a, a an account or yeah an account in a profile in medium.com but i'm already like I'm already thinking and I'm already writing something for LinkedIn. I mean, that was what you Perfect. recommended to me. And I, yeah, and I realized that's really very, very important. I really want to, you know, like to, to put my brand out there on my connections in LinkedIn. It's better than, you know, putting it in another platform. So yeah, I'm, I'm planning to Definitely. do a lot of writings already on LinkedIn publishing it on LinkedIn, you know, so people can see my brand, my mic, the way I write. Yes. Yes, exactly. It's, uh, well, we, we did speak about this previously. And like I'm saying, you can have your personal website, but in terms of platforms professionally, LinkedIn is number one. And even if you go Facebook yes. or somewhere else, uh, you just post the links to the article that's on LinkedIn or on your personal website when you get one. And that will be perfect solution for you. And uh, yes, guys, I'm going to include the link to Honey's uh, profile. So you can always uh, well send her a message, ask what, uh, what she's doing at the moment, if she's taking on a new client. And if she does, she can write uh, for you. Remember, she's passionate about this. Uh, and uh, well, she's uh, as well... Uh, experience because she's doing it for years and uh, she got this uh, big success when she decided to start writing professionally so she's uh, the go-to person and uh, yes her contact is down there link to her linkedin profile uh, get in touch with her and uh, and have a chat with her then thank you very much michelle uh, fantastic so <laughs> you're very welcome uh, I appreciate uh, your talent and what you're doing and the way you describe everything you are going through. So we can, well, we have a living proof in here that any obstacle you're going through can be overcome. And in your case, uh, well, your passion and your job is something that requires focus. Yes. And your condition is, uh, well, completely the opposite. Yes. <laughs> moves you all over the places. Uh, so, yes, you definitely uh, manage to, to do what you love despite the condition, guys. Everything is possible. Uh, the same way Honey did it, you can do it with anything you do. But saying that, uh, tell me now, if you had one golden advice to give to a young person who wants to pursue his or her passion professionally. It doesn't have to be writing. It might be cooking. Yes. It might be anything. But if they yes. want to go for it and go just on. do it professionally, what would you say? Just one advice. Yes. To follow their dreams and passion. Uh, to follow their dreams with passion and commitment because they can shape 
uh, your future. Um, but um, if I had to, if I had to, you know, turn back the time, I would get a coach and a mentor in my younger years. I would get that because um, um, the mentors can support and give you guidance and knowledge. They share their knowledge and it will enable anyone to move fast forward faster in their career. So a coach will help anyone get past problems and they give essential advice and they will help anyone to reach their full potential. So that's my golden advice. You know, um, when you have the passion and commitment to shape your future with, uh, with your with with a certain career professionally so get a coach get a mentor uh with a coach help you will learn crucial skills you will gain confidence and you will find the courage to go and fly to new heights and reach your dream so accept the power of mentoring because it is the spark that makes dreams come true fantastic that's great advice I wish I I had spoken to you uh, years ago uh, when <laughs> I didn't know it, but uh, well, I wasn't a coach and a mentor back then. And uh, well, probably if if I had someone to talk to and to listen to, uh, well, I would have become one sooner rather than later. And yes, it's uh, I definitely agree. I wish someone told me that when I was in my 20s. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yes. Well, anyway, honey, thank you very much for being here on my podcast today. You shared fantastic story. You, you shared the story of your passion and how you turn it into career uh, despite the problems that you have. And you did it, uh, well, beautifully. And uh, it's, it's really inspiring. Uh, I believe it's uh, as inspiring for people who are listening as it is for me. So, yes, thank you very much. And uh, we'll you, definitely talk again. Yes, thank you, Michelle. And it's really, really an honor to be a guest in your podcast. Thank you very much for this opportunity. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening and see you next week in the next episode.